Al Dick, let us go. Come on, we are to, or up to Daf Chaf Aleph, page twenty-one in Maseches Chagiga. Um, however, it is worthwhile to restart the Perek on Chafam Rebeis, which we did, and um, let's uh, let's go back. It's Mamisha. It's a half a um, but it's short and it's crucial to have clarity in our Mishnah in order to understand uh, today's Gemara. So we're going to go back. Yesterday we introduced it, and today we're going to focus in. All right, here we go. So as we introduced yesterday, the new parak continues on Tum and Tyra, and this mission in particular focuses on um, the Chumras that Hekdesh has, Kodesh has, not Hekdesh, I say Kodesh, that Kodesh has over Truma. There's certain chumras. If I keep myself um, careful with my truma, that does not necessarily mean I am tahar to the level that kaidish needs. Because the more severe the kedusha, the more sensitive it is to becoming tummy. So since kodesh is a higher level of kedusha than truma. It's a lot more sensitive to Tuma, and perhaps, although I've been careful to the level of Truma, I still need to assume that I'm Tumay as far as dealing with Hekdish, as far as dealing with Kaidish is concerned. Okay? Now, our Mishnah is going to give a list of ways that Hekdish is more, that Kaidish is more Machmir than Truma. And as we go through the Mishnah now, I want to number the ways that it's more that we're more makbid, not because I feel we can't count, but because our Gemara is going to get, uh, be very uh, bothered by the numbers, okay, of, of how many differences there are between Kaidesh and Truma. Here we go. Says the Mishnah. There's a Chumrah that Hektish has over Truma. Here's no, here's number one. If you're being tevil something, two vessels, you could stick one vessel into another vessel. If you're being tevil for for truma, I need it to be to be tahar as far as truma is concerned. You could take two vessels, stick one inside the other, and it's a valid immersion. You cannot do this for kaidish. Okay, that's number one. Now let me ask you a question. Why would it be a problem to be tevil two vessels at once? What would you say? Be- because of what? That's right. So the classic understanding, we're going to see this is a, this is a fascinating conversation. We're assuming now that it's because of chatzitza. If two things are touching each other, and the water is not going to get in between. That is the basic way to understand this. Let's keep going. This apparently is a second chumra, And that is, when you have a vessel, an earthenware vessel, the outside of the vessel, the inside of the vessel, and the base hatsvita, which as we explained yesterday, we're going to learn on today's daf, either is where they would place the condiments, so it's kind of like a detachable part of a vessel, or it's a place where they held the vessel, similar to a handle, also detachable. 
So each one of these things, when it comes to truma, is considered separate. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like this. If let's say the handle or just the outside touch tuma, does the whole vessel become tamay or just the outside part? So when it comes to truma, we say that each one of these three, if it becomes tamay, only that part is tamay. The rest of it's not. But this does not hold true when it comes to Kaidish. If any part of a vessel becomes Tameh, the entire vessel becomes Tameh as far as Kaidish is concerned. Okay, let's keep going. Hanaisei Esha Medris. If somebody's carrying a shoe, this is the example Rashi gives, a shoe of a Zav. So you're carrying something that became Tameh with Medris. Naisei Esha Truma. You can carry Truma at the same time. Avalaya you can't carry hektish. That was the third. That was number three. Okay. Number four, a fourth chumrah. Big day oichle truma, the begadim that is worn by somebody who's careful to the level of truma, medris lakaidish, is considered to the level of tave medris as far to somebody else who eats kaidish. Okay? Fine. So, so, so we have a fourth. Chumrah that Kaidish has over Truma. Now let's keep going. Number five. Like Midas HaKaidesh, Midas HaTruma. Kaidesh is different, um, Kaidesh is different than Truma with different measurements. Sheba Kaidesh, because when it comes to Kaidesh, Matir, if you want to, if you want to be Metahir something, you want to immerse something. So you have to untie all the knots. Umenagev, and then you have to dry it out. Umatvil, and then you could be it. The achakach kaisher, and then you retie your knots. Meaning, it seems that you're not allowed to have any knots when you immerse something for kaidesh. Why not? Why not? What would you say? Let's let's answer up over here because of it's not getting wet. Well, Rabiel, isn't that what you said for number one? Say, ah, oh, beautiful. It seems like it's the same thing. Well, if it's the same thing, so then keep in mind, this is not the fifth Chumrah. This is this is going back to the first Chumrah. And this is going to be the whole Chap. Huh? Here, no, here, here. What do you say? Yeah. Here there's no way. Okay, so very good. Very good. What Rabiel's bringing up is that perhaps there's a greater kshash of chatzitza. Very good. Beautiful. This is going to be the, the crux of today's sugya. Beautiful. Okay, so by kaidash, you have to untie it and dry it and then be tidal it and then retie it. Don't worry about it. You have a knot in it. Beseder, you can be tidal it. There's no problem. Okay, now, that was either number five, or not number five. Maybe that was also number one. And we're still up to number five. So let's keep going. The next one is either number five or number six. So, and that is, Kalim Hanegmarim Betara. If you have a vessel that is completed Betara, then Trichin Tfila LaKaidash, you has to be Taival for Kaidash Truma for not for Truma. What's this case? This is very so this is this is actually a very basic case. Something is only capable of becoming Tame once it's a Kli. What happens if I just completed the Kli? It's never been used. Is there any chance 
that this is Tomei? No. However, there's a Chumrah of Hektish, of Kaidesh, and that is, still, even though you just completed the Kli, it's Tahar as far as level of Chuma is concerned, it's not going to be Tahar as far as the level of Kaidesh that is needed, it's Tomei for Kaidesh. Okay. Next, again, this is either going to be now number six or number seven. Hakli, Mitzaref Masha Kaidesh. A vessel connects with something that's in it as far as Hektish is concerned, but not for Truma. As we explained yesterday, if you have a vessel and you place something Tame inside the vessel, do all pieces that are together inside the vessel automatically become Tame? Or just the pieces that are touching the Tame piece become Tame? Do you view it all now as one big piece? You have, you have 10 cubes of meat. One cube is Tame whatever. So if you view it all as one piece, so everything now is combined with that, it's all Tame. If you view each piece independently, only the pieces that are touching it are becoming Tame because the pieces that are touching the pieces that touched it are now going to be like Shlishi or Ravi. It's going to be much further. Okay. Uh, or, but, what, but, but what if you could differentiate? Uh, but Rabiel, what if you could differentiate? Yeah, maybe there's pieces and I could notice. Okay, so we'll see. Okay. Haravi Bakaydish Puzzle. Haravi Bakaydish is Puzzle, Vahashlishi Bitruma. But it's only Shlishi by Truma. What does this mean? This is Gishmak. Ready? Here's the halacha. When it comes to Chulin, Chulin that becomes Tame can only be metame up to a Shani. There's Shani Hatuma. Something that touches a Shani Hatuma of Chulin does not continue. It's not a Shlishi Batuma. It stops. Truma that touches a Shani becomes a Shlishi. But anything that touches the Shlishi stops. Kaidesh, you could even get up until Revi'i. That's the Chumrah, that it extends. It's a lower level of Tumah, but it could even be called a Revi'i B'Tumah. As far as hektish is concerned. Truma only goes up to Shlishi. Chulin goes up to Sheni. Okay. Ube Truma. And also when it comes to Truma. If one of your hands become Tumah. Very interesting case. Obviously we're dealing with just Tumah der Rabbanan. You could have one hand that's Tumah. And one hand that's Tara. If I wash Nagobasra three times on one hand. And not the other hand. I can have. If as long as it's der Rabbanan. I can have one hand be fine. And one hand not be fine. However, Ubekaidash, no, Matbilan Shnayim. You need you need both. Okay. Shahayad Metame is Khaberta Bakaidash. One hand is Tame, that automatically is Metame, the other hand as far as Hektish is concerned. And Eichlin, Eichlin Gurum Yadai, Messiah Bas Vitruma. You laddie, I'm sorry? Gavald. Avaloi Bakaid. I'm sorry. Eichlin, Eichlin Gnum Yadai Musai Bas Vitruma. You laddie dried out foods with hands that became Tame. But not by Kaidesh. And as we explained yesterday, this has to do with foods only become Tomei once, once they are wet. Right? If it's dry, it's not a problem. Now we say it's not a problem as far as true, but by Kaidesh we're going to be Machmir. And the last one, which is either the 10th or 11th, is Ha'inin, a person who, who is an Onin, means they lost one of the seven relatives, parents, siblings, children, or spouse. Did they touch the dead body? Did they touch the corpse? No. They're just an Ainin. 
They're an Einin. So apparently the Rabbanon put on like an automatic Tumah onto an Einin, even if he doesn't, he's not Mamish Tameh. Um, as we explained yesterday, a person Purim, a person who's been through the entire Tahara process minus the bringing of a Karbon, by all these things, Trichen Tfil LaKadosh, when it comes to Kaidash, you need to be taival if something touches the Ainin or the Ayn, or the Mechusikipurim. Truma, but this does not hold true for Truma. Okay, period. That was a Chazara of the Mishnah with some new information, important information. And I believe with what we shared during the Mishnah, this blood is going to move along. Here we go. Says the Gemara. my time When it comes to Kaidash, what's the reason? The very first case of the Mishnah, you're not allowed to put one vessel into another vessel. When it comes to Kaidesh, but for Truma it works. Says Gemara, why by Kaidesh did a problem? It's because it's a problem of Chatzitza. Because it's a problem of separation. Ask the Gemara, what? The problem's Chatzitza? But what about the middle of the Mishnah? Remember, what did we say in the middle of the Mishnah? What was the case? Where we weren't sure what to count, whether it was number five or number six, the case of, the, uh, the, the case of untying the knots. In the garment, says the Gemara, at the middle of the Mishnah, towards the end of the Mishnah, we gave a case where there's a problem of Chatzitza, we're more makvid by Kaidesh than Truma, which seems to imply the case of the of the, the two baskets, one inside of another, it has nothing to do with Chatzitza. It's two separate things, the Tani Seifa, and we're going to now quote the end of the Mishnah. What did we say? When it comes to Kaidash, you got to untie it, dry it out, tie it, and then you can retie it. But by Truma, there's no problem, you can put it in with the knot. So you see that the Chumra of Chatzitza is listed later. So the beginning of the Mishnah must not be the problem. The problem must not be Chatzitza. Says the Gemara, no. They're both because of Chatzitza, but each one's got its own Chiddush. Why? Both the case of the pots, one inside of another, and the case of untying the garments have to do with Chatzitza. And I got to mention both of them. Okay. If we would have just spoke about the beginning of the Mishnah, you're allowed to be taival one vessel inside of another for Truma, but not by Kaidesh. I would have thought to say, I'll tell you the reason why by Kaidesh you're not allowed to immerse both together. Because, and we may have touched on this when we read the Mishnah, because when you put one vessel inside of another, you know for a fact that one, the, the, because of gravity, the weight of one vessel is inside the other one, and therefore there's a strong reason to assume that water can't get in, and there's a separation. Of all seifa, but by the case of the garment, there's nothing besides for the knot being intertwined with itself. There's no weight that's there causing the water to not, to, be, to not be able to completely surround it. I would say that, you know, whether it's Shum or Kaidesh, it's okay. So, um, and therefore, I need that case. And if we would have only said the case of, of the Seifa, where you have to untie the knots by Kaidesh, I would say the reason why by Kaidesh you need to untie everything, Mishum is because, top of Amr Beis, the Kitra B'maya Ahaduke Mehadak. Because when you have a rope, or you have a string in your garment, and it gets wet, it gets very tight, right? Yeshiva guys know 
that when you buy your big talus strings for your tzitzis, because you want your talus strings to hang out long, yeah, how do you make sure that the tzitzis, the tzitzis knots don't unravel, because you're wearing it out so much, it's a great chance of unraveling, as soon as you buy your tzitzis, you know what you do? You stick it into a pot of water, doesn't need to be a hot pot, you just dunk it into water, and then you yank it tight, and you're pretty good to go for a few months, right, you tighten it, and uh, because when there's water there, it allows things to become much tighter. So I would say, if I would have just mentioned the case of the knot in the, you know, going into be I would say, listen, the water makes the knot tight. And that's a greater concern for chatzitza. Avol reisha, but in the reisha, by the vessels, there's nothing tying them together. lamana. So I would say, listen, no, you put two things into water. You ever, you ever tyvel, you ever take something to a kela mikveh? What do you do? You put, you have, you're, you're tyveling a whole thing of silverware. You're immersing a whole thing in silverware. You put all your silverware into a basket. Right? They have these baskets with the holes in it. You put them all together. You make your bracha. You dunk it all in at once. You shake it around. What happens to some of the forks and the knives? They rise to the top. So I would say that by the barrels, by the pots that you're putting in together, once you dunk it in, they, caught, they, they float a little bit and, and water does get in. And therefore, you should even be allowed to do it by kaidish, perhaps. Therefore, tzricha... Therefore, the Mishnah has to write both cases. Bottom line, where we're up to right now. The Gemara had a question. The first case was the pots. Two pots, you could immerse it together for Truma, not for Kaddish. Says the Gemara, that can't be the... the what, what would have been the problem? Chatzitza. Later on in the Mishnah, that was the problem. Says the Gemara, they're both Chatzitza problems. But each one's got its own Kiddush. Now, one thing to point out, one question that should bother us is why are they so far apart then? You know, if it's taka the same chiddush of chatzitza, you'd think you'd put it together. Okay, be it as it may, Until right now we're saying that those two actually go together, and therefore, in the list of the Mishnah, how many chumras are there really of kaidesh over truma? Ten, not eleven. Because two of them have to do with chatzitzas. Okay. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Ilah Litame. Rabbi Ilah, who says the problem of dunking two vessels together is a chatzitza issue, he's consistent with his own reasoning. The Yomar Rabbi Ilah, Rabbi Chinina Bar Papa. Rabbi Ilah says in the name of Rabbi Chinina Bar Papa, Eser Maila is Shanukan. There are ten Mailas, meaning ten stringencies, ten Chumras that Kaidash has over Truma. Well, we. There's a chance there's 11, right? He says like this, there's only 10. The first five on the list, this is very interesting. He says, you know, when we talk about the Chumras of Kaidesh over Truma, the first five of them even apply to Chulin that's kept Altaras HaKaidesh. Remember, we learned yesterday, if somebody's very, very careful with their Truma, to a point where they consider it Kaidish. It's Kaidish. It's not going to mess anything up, even though it's Hul. So the first five cases, we need to be as careful with Hulin that is kept for Kaidish as Kaidish itself. So for example, for example, let me ask you a Shaila now. You have two pots you want to immerse together to be used for Hulin that's kept to the level of Kaidish. Can you immerse it together? No. It's chulin, yeah, but it's like Kaidish. 
Okay? So even though for true, it's okay, but since it's cool and kept the tires of Kaddish, you're not allowed to do that. Acharoinus, the last five, le Kaddish, apply strictly to Kaddish. Avalei lechulin shenasu al taras hakodesh, but not the chulin that is kept al taras hakodesh. So if you look in the Mishnah, it was either eleven stringencies or ten. According to Ravila, there was ten because chatzitzes go together. How do you know he's consistent with his own reasoning? Because he himself says, by the way, if you look at the Mishnah, there's ten. The first five apply to chulin shenasu al taras hakodesh, and the five, and the second five do not. Okay. Now, says the Gemara Viter, what's the nafkamina between the first five and the second five? My time. What's the reason that the first five seem to be very machmir and apply even to chulin, that's kept the but the second five don't? So the Gemara answers very, uh, very simple answer, really. If we, would, if we would be ma'ayin, if we would look deeply at each case, this makes a lot of sense. The Gemara says, chamesh kamaisa, the first five that are listed in our Mishnah, in some way they're connected to biblical Tuma. And therefore, Gazbu Ruhura Abana made a Bain Bain Shanasu that it should apply both to Kaidesh and to Chulin that's made Altaras HaKaidesh. Okay, let's give an let's pause and give an example. Let's give an example. If you look back at Chafamud Base, okay? Let's take the very first case where Kaidesh is more machmir. The two pots. The two pots. They're tummy. I want to be metaherit. I immerse it. Tuma, as a whole, is connected to the Orisa. You understand? Tuma, as a whole, is connected to the Orisa. You're tummy, the How to remove it? Okay. The Rabbanon say for Truma this, you could do it together, and by Kaidesh not. But there's a, there's a relationship to the Dairaisas. Let's keep going. Uh, just one more. Case number two of the Mishnah. How's it connected to Dairaisa? When you have various parts of a vessel. And it, the Tumatar touches just the handle. Is the entire vessel Tame? If it's Truma, no. If it's Hekaidesh, yeah. But we're still dealing with Dairaisa Dikatuma. There's, there's Torah Dika things over here. But if you jump to the second five, okay, the second five would be, um, let's say, uh, a vessel that was recently completed. Did it become Tomei? No. There's no Dairaisa here. Right? There's no biblical, uh, there's no biblical uh, thing over here. And therefore, Basraisa, the Lesbu draws him Dairaisa, there's no, it's not connected in any way, shape, or form. To a biblical impurity, therefore, they say like this: it only applies. Only, the the chumra only applies for kaidish itself. The but as far as needing to be careful for chulin that's made altaras relax. It's okay. There's no dairaiser anyway. Like gazbur abon, the did not make a decree. So let's let's pause and understand what's happening here. Give an example just to make sure we have clarity. And please ask, okay? Because, again, it's a short daf. You just let's get some gun clarity here. I complete a vessel. It was just completed. Any chance it became tummy? No. For Truma, you're good to go. Kaidesh, not good to go. The Rabbana makes zero. We need to be very, 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 very careful. Okay. 
Unless you know you are das to keep it al Tara Sakaidesh. What about Khulin that's kept al Tara Sakaidesh that touches this vessel? That Khulin is still Tahar. There's no problem. I Kaidesh is a problem. Yeah. But this Khulin, this is Khulin that's not Tara Sakaidesh. And there's really no Tumma that's known right now. There's no Tumma that's known. Therefore, it's going to be okay. Let's give another example. In Onain, a person who lost a close relative, they never touched the body. The Rabbana made a that there's Tumah there. As far as Kaidesh is concerned, not as far as a Truma is concerned. What about Chulin Shanasu Altar Kaidesh? That's also fine. There's no Tumah if an Onain touches it. Why not? Because there's no biblical Tumah here. Just because you lost a relative doesn't make you Tumah. Right? Somebody is close out, is there Dairais that they could No. And therefore, if this Onain touches Chulin, Shanase, that's, that's used in a way of Kaidesh, that vessel that's Chulin is still going to be okay. You understand? Clear. That's the Nafkamina that we're, that we're dealing with over here. All right. Now, says the Gemara, Rava Omar. Now, bottom line, why did we say all this? Because Ravila says there's only 10. It must be he's putting the two cases of chatzitza together. Okay. Rav Amar Rav says, From the fact that the seifa is dealing with chatzitza, it must be that the beginning of the Mishnah is not because of chatzitza. Rav is going to argue on Rav and Listen to this. Rav Yael, and everybody here, guess what's happening over here? We're about to learn, Rav's opinion is, the issue of tiveling two vessels, one inside of another, says Rava, has nothing to do with chatzitza. It's a whole separate conversation. It's a separate issue. Now, if it's a separate issue, Rava's going to hold there's actually 11 chumras. You understand what's happening? If you're separating those two cases, there's not going to be 11. Now, let's, ex- let's understand Rava. What's the problem in the first case? Veresha hainu taima. And the reason why in the Reisha you cannot be tevil, two vessels, one inside of another, for Kodesh, Gezeira is a rabbinic decree, Shelo Yatvil Machtin Vitsinairis, that people sh- may come to be Machtin, to, to uh, be tevil, uh, uh, to Yatvil Machtin needles Vitsinairis, and these spinning forks or spinning hooks that we mentioned yesterday. Bikli, you may be tivel it inside of a vessel, She'ein bipiv, Kishfeiferes hanayd. It doesn't have as it, at its opening the size of a Shfeiferes hanayd, which is the uh, like a, a narrow entrance to a canteen. Now what in the world is this? So let's learn the brysa, and the, the brysa is going to clarify what's happening here. I'm going to introduce the brysa. The price is what's going to clarify, but I'm just going to introduce it. We're, we're about to be introduced to a concept in Hilchus Mikvais. Okay. What's Hilchus Mikvais? Which halacha? You have a kosher mikvah. And a lot of mikvahs are made like this. You have a kosher mikvah. Next to the kosher mikvah, you have a body of water that's a non-kosher mikvah. How can I make my non-kosher mikvah capable of purifying? 
The answer is something called hashaka. The word neshika means to kiss. All you need to do is make an opening between your kosher mikvah and your non-kosher body of water. Have them kiss each other. Have them touch a little bit. Let the waters touch a little bit. And now it's like one large kosher mikvah. You understand? Because once you have your initial body of kosher mikvah, you can keep adding and adding and adding. So I just look at my non-kosher body of water. Once it's connected, I look at that like it's just an addition to the kosher mikvah and there's no issue. Okay? Now, what we need to understand is how big of an opening is needed for it to be called kissing? How big of a hole connecting the two bodies of water? Okay? So here we go. We're going we're gonna to learn this Mishnah. It's going to take us on to uh, tomorrow's daf, and this is really going to be the, the sugya that we're going to be focusing on tomorrow. Let's get on to tomorrow's daf. Kiddetanam. We learned in a Mishnah. Eruv mikvois. Doesn't mean an Eruv that we know of, you know, on Shabbos. Eruv mikvois means I want to combine mikvahs. I want to combine two bodies of water. How do you do that? You have to kiss them an opening that's the size of the entrance to a leather canteen. And it has to be as wide as the thickness of and the, the hole between the two mikvahs also need to be as, as wide as the opening of a Shveferes Hanoid. Okay? So you need it to be as big as the hole, plus, plus the thickness of the canteen itself. And you know what size that is? That size is two fingers that can easily be moved inside of that opening. That's how big the connection needs to be in order to combine the two mikvahs. Okay. The, the two bodies of water. Now says the Gemara, Savarla, Rava, who says that the issue in the beginning of the Mishnah of the two vessels being tivled, holds Kahod Amar Rav Nachman, like this that Rav Nachman says in the name of Amar Rabba Baravua, in the name of Rabba Baravua, Achas Esrei Maila Shonu Kant. There's actually 11 Milus that Kodesh has over Truma, because the first one has nothing to do with Chatzitza. It's a whole new. It's a whole new idea, which is that we're concerned when it comes to Kodesh that you may be tivel uh, uh, these these um, spinning needles and um, uh, needles and spinning hooks and or, or spinning forks, whatever you call it. Uh, inside, and that's talking not true. And Sheshri Shainais, the first six of the Mishnah applies Bain Lechulin, Bain Lechaydesh, Bain Lechulin, Shinasu Al Taras Akaydesh, and Achrainais, and the last five, Lechaydesh, only apply to Kaydesh, Avalai Lechulin, Shinasu Al Taras Akaydesh, but they don't apply to, 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 to Chulin that is kept to the standard of Taras Hakaydesh. Period. And I want to end off today's learning, today's daf. With a cliffhanger, let's ask a Shaila, because this is really just going to lead us beautiful into tomorrow's sugya. And that is, says the Gemara, you have Ravila who holds there's 10 
Milas in the Mishnah. You have Rava who says there's 11 because the first case is the issue of the needles with the Shoiferes Hanaid. We're concerned when it comes to Kaidash, you're not going to make a big enough hole. But by Chuma, we're not concerned. Ask the Gemara, my Ika Bain Derava Larevi Ila. Why do they argue? And what's a practical nafkamina? What are going to be some practical differences between the opinions of Rava and Rabbi La? And that'll segue us onto tomorrow's daf Bezas Hashem when we learn together, same time, hopefully together in Rushalayim. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.